You're listening to Blaze, the go-to podcast for trailblazing entrepreneurs and anyone passionate about doing business differently. My name is Megan, and together with my guests, I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you the conversations that normally happen behind closed doors. We're sharing practical tips, no BS advice, and inspiring stories to remind you that no matter where you are on your business journey, you're not in this alone. Welcome to our community. Welcome to the Blaze Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited that you're here for this conversation because today we have on Allie Lauren. Allie is a high vibe, yoga flowing, van living business coach. And I wanted to bring her on because something that's come up in a lot of conversations recently with other entrepreneurs and friends of mine, listeners of the show, is this fear of starting something new in our businesses and like going out in a totally new direction, whether it's branching into a new industry, a different niche, or like changing up your offers or your audience, whatever it may be, there's this hesitation of, you know, being known for one thing in your industry and then starting something totally different, whether it's on the side and like creating a new business or adding something to your existing business. And I knew Allie would be the perfect person to come on and speak to that. So a bit of context, Allie actually started out selling essential oils. That was her first online business. And since then, she's transitioned to business coaches. She's done digital courses and products. And now she actually teaches yoga classes online, which is super fun. And not only is she a great example of how to build a business that follows multiple passions and you know ties all those things that you love together, but she's done this successfully with multiple businesses. And she's also brought her community along for the ride and that's a big um, topic in today's conversation is how do you build that community that is truly ride or die will follow you in whatever venture you take on next Ali has done that so so well and she's going to share how she did that today like the ins and outs of building loyal fans in your business and really connecting with your audience on a deeper level so We're going to talk about how to navigate those shifts in your business, how to jump into new ideas you have, and how to bring a community with you along the way that will follow you into whatever adventure you take on next. So speaking of community, I would love to know what you think of this episode. You can always send me a DM at Copy by Meg on Instagram. And if you want to connect with Allie as well after the interview, I've got her handle in the show notes for you there. So without further ado, let's jump into this conversation. Ali, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things community building and van life and yoga teaching. We've got so much good stuff to dive into. So first of all, why don't you give us a little quick overview of your origin story? How did you get started in the online business world? Yeah, so great question. Um, I started, I feel like back in college, a little bit of backstory. I went to school to get a degree in education. I taught elementary school for a couple of years and then the pandemic hit. And that just really taught me like, oh, this is not what you want long term. Like I love the school I was at. I love the kids I taught. I love the people I worked with, but I didn't love not getting to choose my schedule. I didn't love the bureaucracy of things. Like there's just certain aspects of it that didn't leave me very fulfilled. So at the time I was selling essential oils as like a side hustle. And I set out for the goal of getting my like essential oil paycheck to match or pass my teaching paycheck. So that kind of like 
I don't know, like, give me a little dip in the toes or let me dip my toes into the water for, um, it opened the yeah, door. Like, yeah. Kind of, I remember when you were doing yeah, that. It kind of like got me into the entrepreneurship world, businesses, that sort of thing. Um, so I just fell in love with that. Like so, so much. It was so fun for me. I loved selling. I loved, again, I feel like community was a thing that was present for me then. Um, it was building like that online community aspect, um, for sure. Um, so I feel like I definitely experienced that. And then I ended up getting that goal, I was able to resign from teaching. And then my husband and I were like, okay, he had wanted to do van life and stuff for, I don't know, since he was in high school. So he was like, Ali, now is our chance. Let's do this. So I was like, well, we don't really have anything tying us to the city we're in or the town we're in. So like, yeah, I guess so. Like, why not? Like, when else are we going to do this in our lives? So why not? (laughs) So we're like, okay, let's go. So we ended up like buying a van, converting it and traveling the country for a little bit. And at that time, I was like, okay, now I'm, like, ready to start my own, like, personal brand um, online business. So, at the time, I truly did not know, like, what I wanted to do with my business at all. I just knew, like, I had a vision for, like, helping people. I knew I had a vision for, like, I don't know, like, supporting other women and small businesses and stuff like that. So, it was really throughout, like, the first six months on the road where I was truly, like, figuring out what I wanted to do. So I wanted to combine like my expertise with teaching with business. So I landed on coaching and I started coaching entrepreneurs and loved that so, so much. I coached everyone from like dog groomers to social media managers to website designers to literally everyone across the board. So it was really, really fun. Um, And I still really, really enjoy that. But I also had always wanted to do like my yoga, yoga teacher training. Um, yoga has always been a part of my life, especially like since I was like in high school. So when I was in college, I also had this um, kind of like desire to get my teaching certification, but things didn't line up. So when we moved to DC um, last two years ago, I think um, I ended up like getting my certification and started teaching at studios and was like, this is so much fun. I love this so much. Um, and we ended up going back on, on the road, like in the van. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to like keep teaching yoga and keep coaching business owners. But now I'm going to kind of like shift my brand to be more yoga focused. Um, and just coach business owners, like exclusively, like if I get a message, and someone's interested in coaching with me, then I'll do that. So that's been a really cool way to kind of like intertwine all of my passions together and all of my expertise in a way that works for me and my brand. And I feel like my community has like been like, Allie, you go girl, like let's freaking support you and that sort of thing. So that's been really, really sweet to watch and not lose people because I feel like that can be a fear as like a business owner if you like want to change something that like is something you've never done before, it can be really scary because you don't know like how people are going to react to it. But more than likely people are going to be like, yeah, you do you <laughs> like that sort of thing. So yeah. And I've seen that in, in your community. When we first met Ali, you were still selling essential oils and you were, you know, starting business coaching as well and kind of figuring it all out. And first of all, I feel like that trial and error phase of like, what am I actually doing here? What do I want to be doing in my business and like trying out different things, seeing what you really enjoy and what your clients need. That phase is so crucial. And it's been such a pleasure just watching you kind of 
grow as a, a business owner and evolve in your own way, I can see the common thread of teaching and helping women and you know helping small businesses that has gone through like each evolution of your business. But like you said, even though those things have teaching in common, they are quite different like from selling essential oils to coaching to then yoga teaching. And I, you're right, I think a lot of people worry about how do you tie all those things together and are you gonna lose your audience somewhere along the way? So I'm curious, cause I think this is something you've done so well. Like you said, your community has just followed you throughout each evolution of your brand and your business offerings. So do you have any advice for someone who's listening to this? And you know, I get the question a lot as a copywriter, if I have multiple offers or multiple audiences that seem totally unrelated, like how do you tie it all together? How do you keep your people with you because I know your fans on like Instagram are seriously they will follow you to the ends of the earth they're like whatever Ali's doing I want in on it so <laughs> I guess my question is how do you build that kind of brand that kind of community yeah so I feel like one it's knowing what you value as a person and as a business owner so like for me my like top three values are joy peace and confidence so like anything that brings me peace and joy is going to bring me confidence. So I feel like that is, that's true for like any aspect of my life. And that can be true for like any woman that I'm helping, um, whether that's with business or yoga or whatever. Um, and then everything I do just kind of like comes from that space, comes from that kind of mentality. Um, so I think like first, if you're in that space where you're trying to figure out like how do you get your multiple offers to mesh together? Think about like, what are your values? And then how do they overlap between the two offers? And then see if you can like optimize that to promote it to your community in a way that might not be like conventional, but who cares if it's not conventional? Like that's totally fine to like go against the grain a little bit. And you will, your people are going to be with you a hundred percent of the time. So like if you have people that are like, eh, this isn't actually for me anymore, like, mm, I'm going to peace out, like, that's fine. Because those people in the, like, those people are not going to buy from you in the first place. They're just there. So I think, like, coming to terms with that and recognizing that, like, it's okay if you're not for everyone. But, like, for the people that are for you, you're going to be there for them. So I think that is one way to do that. Yeah, I love that. And I love the idea of tying it together through your values. That's something I tell my clients all the time is like, and in my own business, I'm a fan of niching based on values rather than like serving a specific person, a specific type of business, or like writing a specific type of copy. I like to work with people who share my values and work with like mission-driven business and supporting women, um, empowering women, like just like causes and things that are important to me and share those same values of like community, yeah. transparency, like all that stuff is, is the common thread that like holds your business together so if you can find people who share that that's a really powerful way to yes. I think start building those connections start building a community around your brand so that said like when you were first starting I want to dig into like the tactical stuff so like you were a teacher you started an online business like were you strategic from day one thinking I want to build a personal brand like I think that came later for you but do you have any like tactical tips to help someone like what did you do specifically to do that or did it just kind of happen organically yeah, so I think, well, okay, my husband saw it way before I did, which is, like, <laughs> so funny to think about, and he's very, like, tech savvy, so he, like, built me out a website and, like, all this stuff so I could, like, visualize it, which became very helpful, um, and, like, he helped me kind of, like, 
form like my brand colors, the fonts, like stuff like that. And then I just combined it with what I was already doing because I already had like the presence of like Allie Lauren and it's just like who I am as a person. Um, And then it was just more of like formalizing that together into a formal brand. So for practical tips, I think figure out like what you want. So start with your values and then start with a vision. So where do you want to go? Um, And that doesn't have to be like, what do you want to do in like five years? What do you want to do in 10 years? It doesn't have to be like that specific. It can be more broad of like being like, I would, I just want to help people. Like whatever I do, I just want to help this kind of person do something. Um, So like for me, I feel like the vision of helping people live the lifestyle they love while doing work they love has been a really easy way for me to keep that vision. And I had that since day one. So I feel like that was kind of beneficial to have um, early on. So if you can come up with your values, your vision, and then also like the nitty gritty stuff of your branding, if it meshes with you and aligns with you, it's going to be so much easier to make pivots down the road. So like, one thing for thing one thing that just like meshes really well with me is like the personality of my brand is essentially my personality so like what you get like on a face to face screen is going to be the same thing that you get when you meet with me for like beers out and about in the city street <laughs> like it doesn't like you're going to see like the same kind of thing um and that comes across in like the language i use it comes across in how i present myself um and that sort of thing so I feel like that's a really easy thing to do. And then another thing would be like finding your brand colors and like your fonts that really align with you and something that you really, really love. Um, So like one thing I did to help me figure out like what were, where was my branding going? I thought about like, how did I want people to feel when they connected with my brand? Um, Whether that was across social media channels, my website in person, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like there's so many different ways people connect with your brand. Um, But I figured like, how do I want people to feel? So I wanted them to be like, oh, it's very like simplistic, minimalist feel. I wanted it to feel like very cozy and inviting and welcoming. Um, And I feel like that really comes across. And one of the ways I did that was taking like, (laughs) this sounds so weird, taking my, my like personal Instagram account at the time. And I like put it in one of those websites that like captures the colors out of your so smart yeah so I did that it was like oh I'm noticing like these colors are like very common in what I'm already (laughs) posting like oh maybe those should just be my brand colors and that has like worked and that's how I have my brand colors so honestly doing something that simple can be a really easy way to find something that aligns with you and that will mesh with you and be able to pivot 10, 20 years down the line. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. There's so many things I want to touch on that you said. So first of all, let's talk about the idea of like your personality in your brand, because well, first I have a question. Is your brand the same? Like are you using the same colors and fonts and everything from when you did that initial? Yeah, you are. Okay. And that would have been my guess because you did something that I didn't do in the early stages of my business. And that was choose something that was really true and authentic to you. And that core of who you are hasn't changed. So it's grown with you and you still identify with it. Your community still identifies with it. (laughs) 
But what I did was <laughs> what so many new entrepreneurs do. And that's like, we fall into the trap of thinking, what do other people want to see? Yeah. Uh, and we try on like a brand personality that's not a hundred percent true to who we are. And then we mm-hmm. end up having to change it down the line. So the brand that I have now feels really authentic to me. And I know that the, the colors and the visual aesthetic will stay the same for the duration of my business with like nice. very minor adjustments, if anything, ever. <laughs> well, thank you. But I did not get there overnight. And so I'm curious, like, you know, for the newer business owners who have struggled with that and like, how do you show up as your true self? Like you've done it so confidently from the beginning. I really struggled with like, I, my original brand, I think was like pinky colors and like fall and like warm, cozy tones, kind of like yours is actually. And I love that aesthetic. It's really like beautiful and warm and cozy, but I am not those things. Um, and I think the, the light and airy, like girly kind of aesthetic was everywhere. And I was like, oh, this is what I need to be. Um, kind of like the summer sunshine type of person, like super happy and upbeat. (laughs) And if you look at my Instagram feed now, it's very like dark and moody, but that's who I am. So I feel so much more comfortable with it now. So what do you say to someone who is like, I am struggling to, you know, show up as their, as their self, like, and be confident and own it because maybe they don't fit into um, what they're seeing on social media and what other people are doing. Yeah. So I feel like the number one thing is like, you're not going to be successful in anything that you do if you do not believe in yourself. So I feel like that goes with whether you are starting a new like exercise program and say, let's, let's say like you want to go run a marathon. If you don't believe you can run a marathon, then you're not going to run a marathon. And I think that like translate translates perfectly to like showing up authentically like if you don't believe in yourself and that you have like a story or a message or something to share with someone that will help them in some capacity then you're like you're not going to do it um so I think if you can work on your self-belief and you work on your mindset and you just build your con your confidence by consistently showing up how you want to be or who you want to be Um, And that can be a really great way to kind of tap into your authentic self, because the more you show up consistently, the more you're going to figure out like, oh, this is me. Oh, that was not me. That was like what I was parroting from someone else. So I feel like if you just consistently do it and you just like push past the kind of like insecurity that you feel that we all feel, um, you're going to be so much better off because you will eventually turn into the person that like you authentically are as a person. Yeah, so good. So much of owning a business is like that constant self-evolution and reflection and like, how am I showing up? What do I want to be? What do I want to put out there? And yeah, I will say, you know, for anyone listening to this who's felt like that, I will say having gone through the other side and now as someone who I feel like does show up as my true self and my brand reflects that, everything becomes so much easier when you can do that. Just so much easier, like content creation, offers, branding, everywhere you're showing up online will feel much more natural. And also on the flip side, your audience can tell, like people can feel that, right? I think that's why people relate so much to you, Allie. And I've seen that same positive change in my own business. The more I show up as myself, the more people connect to it. Even though it felt like there wasn't a ton of other brands like mine in the online business space, I've been really pleasantly surprised by how supportive people are and they're like I love this for you like I love this look I love how you're showing up so yeah I just think that's something you've done so so well thank you but yeah it it didn't happen overnight (laughs) like like I said it's consistency it takes yes for sure yeah 
I love the idea, something you said earlier too, of your brand being the same. The way you show up on Instagram is the same way you show up to like grab beer with friends on like a casual Friday night. And there's something so like warm and genuine about that, like knowing you're getting the real alley online. I have a question about like, how do you choose how much of yourself to, obviously you're building a personal brand, it is you, but people struggle sometimes. They're like, how personal should my personal brand be? Like, what do I share? What do I not share? Like, how do you draw the line between professional and personal when you're showing up online? For, okay, when I was like first getting started, I probably, no, not even probably, I did. I overshared so much and it was like, really, did I... Did I need to be talking about, like, my dog pooping all over the floor, like, in the kitchen? No, I did not need to be posting that on my Instagram story. (laughs) It's, like, looking back, that's so embarrassing to even think that I, like, shared that. But I'm, like, okay, it is relatable to some extent because I'm sure, like, that's happened to other people who have pets. But, like, those kinds of things, I just kind of got to a point where maybe it was also, like, a maturity, too, of, like, being, like, okay, I don't really need to share everything because I'm not here to like get a reaction essentially like I feel like that's a really common thing for people who post on social media is they do it to get the reaction whether that's the likes the comments the messages or whatever and I feel like if you can like come into that maturity of being like okay if I post this and no one responds that's fine like (laughs) I don't care but I'm just like posting it for myself um and for the people who will actually resonate with it um not necessarily for the reaction that it's going to get I feel like helps so I feel like having the boundary in place where it's like okay not oversharing too much but also again showing the person behind the business because of like you said, like, that's what gets people to buy from you, um, is they are not like buying the product, they're buying the person. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, maybe set like a couple of ratios for you to get like started and just like set a goal, like, okay, for every two business posts, I'm going to post three, like, regular day-to-day lifestyle post see how that goes for you see how your audience responds I also feel like your audience is going to tell you what they want to see whether that is through comments messages or like metrics you get on a specific post um I feel like it's very telling and you can kind of like curate your content to meet the desires of your audience if that makes sense Yeah, no, that's really good advice. Definitely listen to your audience, listen to what they're responding to and what's resonating with them. And that's what kind of pushed me to share more like personal behind the scenes stuff that I'm working on because that's always what people respond to for the reason that you just said. Like, you know, we all follow business accounts and yes, you should talk about your offers and, you know, how to work with you, et cetera. But like, that's not what people are going to reply to. That's probably not going to start a conversation. In most cases, you know, if someone's a lead, like, yeah, occasionally, like I feel assigned to your inbox they're like I want to work with you right now and that's it that's the conversation but I'm gonna say the vast majority of times it's about building that relationship and that connection and like nurturing that and talking about non-business things as well as the business side which I feel like you do so well thank you I appreciate it it was not always that way I felt like I talked a lot like personal and then I went a lot business and now I feel like I have a better like ratio but it's more of like I'm not currently I'm not following like a content calendar or anything I'm just like posting what feels fun to post the day of um and that's working for me in this season but that has not always worked for me in the past so 
it's okay to like pivot, try things out. If it's not working, do something different. Oh, that's interesting. You don't follow content calendar anymore. I was going to ask because people have strong feelings one way or the other, like, you know, posting day of how you're feeling or like following that strict routine. So yeah. it's, it's cool to know, but that also does come with experience. Like you said, you've gone through like both sides and you found that happy medium. So yeah, I, th I say try both and find what works for you. But Absolutely. yeah, something else that goes along with that, Ali, is that you are so not only active online in terms of like posting content, but so engaged with your community and like responding to people, engaging back with them, responding to their content. And I know, for example, like every time I respond to like one of your Instagram story polls or something, you always shoot me a DM. It seems like immediately. And I know that you're not always online. You're like, you're living this incredible life and you're, you're traveling around and doing all these other fun things and I'm like how does she do it <laughs> so I have two questions there like what are your tips for you know staying engaged with your community but then also how do you, you know, set boundaries around that so you're not spending all of your time logged into Instagram yeah absolutely I feel like this was something that I have come to learn um how to set strong boundaries with um and it did not happen until probably like two years ago or so um, so when I was first starting out in my business, I was just like, okay, I'm going to respond to this person's message and it's going to be like 9 p.m. And that's fine. And I just got to a point where I like hit burnout and I was like, Ali, like this is not a healthy boundary. It's not very sustainable for you long term. So like we've got to fix things. Um, so for tips for engaging with people um, or building your community on social media, responding to messages, comments, whatever, I feel like having a couple of like designated times a day where you're like, okay, this is when I'm going to be like actively like engaging on social media. This is not my time to scroll and just like zone out. Um, this is my time to really connect with people because there are people on the other side of these screens who crave connection too and like want to talk to you and like want to share their story and things they're doing and what they're enjoying in their life. Um, so I feel like having those kind of set times can be really helpful. So I probably have like two of those times a day now. Um, I try and do like one around lunchtime and then one like at the end of the day. And some days I'll do like, okay, I'm like having a really slow morning. Like maybe I'll hop on at like nine or something before um, I like do other things. But that's one thing is like having that set amount of time um, and doing that. So it doesn't have to take like 20 minutes. It could literally take like 10 minutes and just like respond to a couple people. And then if you don't like get to everyone, you can always go back and um, get them in your next time slot session. So that's been something that's been really beneficial for me personally. Um, another thing for setting boundaries has been to honestly like delete the Instagram or any social media app really from my phone whenever I'm not in need of it so like I normally keep it on my phone I don't know some it, it differs each week depending on like how I'm feeling like physically mentally that sort of thing but like I typically try on the weekends to not be on social media at all so I like delete the app like Friday morning and don't get back on until Monday morning um, and that really works for me. Um, so that's something I do consistently. And then if there's like a week where I'm like noticing where I'm not feeling very creative, or if I notice that I'm feeling like kind of down or I don't know, like insecure about like something I'm doing or whatever it is or anxious, then that's when I'm like, oh, I've probably consumed like too much media this week. I need to like close it out. So I'll like delete it off my phone at like 4 p.m. and 
download it the next day at like 10. So that really works for me. Um, and I know it can be like kind of a nuisance to have to like re-download an app, but for me, it's like takes less than two minutes. So that's something that's really helped me. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing. I delete it. I have it. Um, I did the option where you like delete it from your home screen entirely. So it's there. It exists on my phone. I don't have to like re-download it or anything, but I have to go to my way to like search for Instagram yes. on my phone. And just like that, it's funny how our brains, like that one additional barrier that takes like half a second can yeah. actually stop you long enough to think, do I really need, you know, to open this right now and kind of go down this rabbit hole or am I intentionally like logging on with a clear goal, like you said, to engage or, you know, to post something because it's otherwise so easy to just open it on autopilot and start scrolling. Yes, for sure. And I feel like that's like how our society has been like conditioned, like, oh, here's this phone, like you're supposed to like scroll here and like waste a bunch of hours. But then you're like, actually, no, this is my life. I want to like live it well. So maybe I need to get off my phone. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's so, it's ironic, but also so awesome, Ali, that you are such a, like, you're someone I look up to in terms of building a community on social media. You've done it so well. You're so active. Like I said, you're so engaged with everyone. And yet you still have those really firm boundaries in place. I feel like that would surprise people because they think, you know, to be effective on Instagram or to like reach that level of influence, you have to be on it all the time. And you're just proof that that is not at all true. Um, And like taking every weekend off. I remember there was this advice when I was starting out, like some coach that I was following was saying, you have to be on Instagram seven days a week, like posting to stories, like Saturday (laughs) and Sunday. And I was like, no, thank you. No, not good. I don't need that. Yeah, my followers they can wait. Yeah, yeah. Weekends are a hard, hard no for me, and I think that's a good. If you're not sure where to start with boundaries, I think the weekend, like totally disconnected from social, is a good place to start. Absolutely. I want to ask you a bit about your content creation process. You said like you don't follow a set calendar anymore. So do you have like prompts that you follow, or you're just like straight up winging it every day when you post something? Um, Okay, so I feel like I've done a little bit of everything to find what works best for me. And I don't, okay, let me let me just say what I do. So here's, here's what I do now currently, I basically just like in the moment, I'm snapping like content if it feels right. Um, So that's like, if I'm hanging out with my friends, and it's like, really, like a really pretty sunset or something. And they're all like taking pictures of it. I'm like, okay, well, they got pictures of it. I don't need to take a picture of it. So like, there's moments like that where I have like boundaries of like, this is not like for content. And then I have moments where like, this is for like social media content. So I feel like having that kind of like system in place has helped me kind of disconnect from the content creation process that you do as a business owner um, and share on like social media. So that's one thing I do. But another thing is like, I stick to my content pillars, which have, again, stayed the same since I started my personal, like, brand business. Um, And they've always been, like, simple living, business, and clean living. So I feel like everything that I post fits under one of those categories very, very nicely. And for me personally, I've noticed, like, my community really resonates more with the, like, simple living aspect and also, like, the clean living aspect more so than the entrepreneurship aspect which is really interesting yeah um yeah because I have so many entrepreneurs that follow me but I'm like okay I kind of get it like if I was an entrepreneur and I was just like constantly seeing things about business 
and I come on this app to enjoy it, then why do it? Yeah. Why would I want to interact? You don't want to see more. You come on for like a break, right? Yeah. You're like, I don't want to hear about business. I'm here to, yeah, chill out a bit. Exactly. And I feel like it can be really easy to like, I don't know, just like want to get on an app and chill out. And then like when you see a business post or something you're like oh my gosh they did that for their business so I need to be doing that for my business and then it puts you back into this work mode and you're like "Mm, I should be like chill right now um so I feel like that's something interesting that I've learned um and then for like prompts or stuff like that I used to do them I used to like sit down and like make all my hooks and like have my caption and put all of my copy that was going to be on the graphic or in the reel or whatever And honestly, it just got really exhausting. (laughs) So I was like, this feels too hard to be doing. So I just like stopped doing that. And now I just go with like, okay, what am I feeling like needs to be said today? What do I want to post today? What feels fun to post? Um, And I do that. So that's something that's worked for me. Another thing I'm kind of like testing out right now is doing like every three posts or whatever when you look at my feed I'm trying to like mix things up so it's like I've got like something about yoga something about the van something about like just lifestyle in general making it more like personal aspects and that sort of thing and not necessarily like saying oh here's how you can work with me this month that sort of thing I'm like I don't if people want to work with me they're going to message me they're going to go to the links in my bio they're going to go to like all the different ways that I direct them there and it doesn't have to be on my main feed so that's just what I'm doing right now. And it seems to be getting more engagement, more activity than when I've posted just like solely business things. Yeah, that's super interesting. And I, it's actually not surprising. It does make sense. Like you said, that people are engaging more with the, the personal, the lifestyle, simple living, like yoga based stuff rather than, you know, here's how to work with me type business pose. So yeah. what do you think? Like, is there a ratio in your head? Like, is it one in three business posts or are you like fully leading away from the straight business posts and just keeping it lifestyle focused? I feel like on my main feed for social media, like specifically Instagram, it's kind of like disappeared. But I still have it like on my blog. I still talk about it in my stories. I still talk about it in my DMs. So it's just not present in that one space. And I have like a highlight section that also kind of has my business stuff in it. So like if people really want to know, they can like go to my profile and they're going to see it, but it's not going to be like a post that gets seen like, I don't know, an hour after I post it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. And I think it's been effective. It sounds like for you. And it's so funny because we think we need to post more of like how to work with us. And people are always saying like, you know, you need to remind people your business account and you need to be selling like every day. And it sounds like you're kind of, you're doing something different, but it's working for you. So you said you're directing people to your yoga classes, like through stories, highlights, and other content pillars so like how has that been going do you have like is it higher engagement so far yeah it's definitely higher engagement and I feel like when I simplified things like kind of not skyrocketed but like definitely took off a lot faster than they were when it was just like a humble jumbled like mess of trying to like do all the things and post like here's how you work with me for this offer here's how you do this offer that sort of thing Um, And I think you can still offer value without posting like specific business content, because at the end of the day, if someone's working with you, they want to know what your values are. They want to know like more about you specifically and the lifestyle you live, especially if it's like a lifestyle that they really resonate with 
or something that they like aspire to live up to or what in their own life and that sort of thing. Um, so I feel like that can be really effective to showcase, oh, hey, like I'm the person who like helps you get to live the lifestyle you want and do the work you love. Here's how I'm doing that with my own life. And you can do it too. Like it's possible for you. So I feel like showcasing that is a really effective marketing or effective way to market myself and my business. And it has been effective. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, no, it is exciting. And I feel like it also has got to feel good for you and different people buying from you that it's based more on lifestyle and kind of like that aspiration of how they want to be living, how they want to be running their business. If they are an entrepreneur, maybe they're just into yoga and yeah. they don't have a business, but that's the kind of life they want to live. It's clearly working for you. It's resonating with people because I see people engaging you know, with you all the time and they're like, this looks awesome. I was showing someone your feed the other day, a friend of mine who is interested in van life and loves yoga as well. And I'm like, Look at all this cool stuff Allie is doing. That's so, so nice. It's, <laughs> Thank you. It's definitely working. Yeah, I know your content is just like a ray of sunshine on my feed. So I think everyone could take a page out of your playbook on that. It's so kind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. So when it goes to like simplifying your business, like you said, and your offers as well, you have kind of like niche down into the yoga space now, which is so exciting. So you're also transitioning to kind of like more of a, a membership type community. So tell everyone about that. Tell everyone about the yoga club. Yes. Okay. So I have a really fun subscription that I offer to my community. It is called the yoga club. Um, it is basically a yoga video library. So you get access to tons of pre-recorded flows um, and I've recorded them from like all the places that I've traveled so each video has a different background yeah so I've done like stuff in the desert I've done stuff in the mountains like there's been so many different kinds of videos and so many different locations so it's just super super fun so I do that and then with the mentor or with the um membership sorry you also get like meditations that I lead you get access to like a weekly affirmation a weekly like motivational quote so it's just like a really fun like catch-all space for those of you who want to kind of embrace more wellness embrace more like mindfulness into your own life um I say that it's for like all levels all are welcome all bodies like everybody is welcomed in that space So no matter like who you are, what you do, what you believe, like you're welcome there. And I actually have a sweet offer for those of you who are listening to the podcast. If you use the code BLAZE, all caps, you're going to get 10% off the first month. It's like $9.99 a month, which is like a no-brainer. And you get access to all of these classes. So definitely come and hang out with me in the yoga club. I am, I'm so excited about this, Allie. Thank you for, for sharing with listeners and for the generous discount as well. I think it's such a great community. Like you said, it's not just yoga classes. Like there's, you know, the meditations, the affirmations, and just like being a part of Allie's world, seeing what she's up to travel-wise. I, you know, there's a lot of yoga teachers and online classes you could take out there, but I have not seen anyone doing it quite like you are. And it's also just so accessible to everyone. Like you said, like this is open to all levels, super accessible price point. So I am, I'm so excited. Yes. Thank you. I'm glad. 
I am curious, are there like, what is the overlap between, you know, you have past coaching clients, you've got like digital products and things. What's the, you know, the ratio of people who are coming to you for yoga versus like coaching? Is there an overlap between the two? Because we talked about your audience, like following you, you know, from, from one move to the next. Like, how has that been, that transition? Yeah, so I definitely feel like I have way more yoga clients than business coaching. Um, But I also just feel like that's kind of the environment that is in my community is like not everybody is an entrepreneur, which is cool about yoga is because I like get to reach the people that were like not in the entrepreneurship group when I was like solely doing business coaching. Um, But there is definitely an overlap from my coaching clients coming over to do yoga with me as well, which is really, really sweet. Um, That's so fun. Yeah. And it's a really cool way to like continue the relationship with them and that sort of thing. So I really, really love it. And it seems to be getting a lot of good feedback. So I appreciate that. Yeah, no. And I was curious about coaching clients coming as well, because I think so many of us in the entrepreneur space are always on this kind of ongoing journey with health. And it's like, oh, it's so hard because, you know, we work a lot. A lot of the times working long hours, we're making our own schedule. It should be easier to fit that, you know, workout regimen, exercise, whatever it is into our routine. And yet I know it's something that I struggle with. and my friends, Yeah. Yeah. And my friends still struggle with. So I think this is a great option to kind of do it with a community and get that accountability in there from someone who's also in the entrepreneur space which is super fun so fun yes all right Ali I am so excited for the yoga club but I want to switch gears a little bit here and tell me about the van life because you said off the top of the episode you know you're living in this van with your husband your two dogs and they're not small dogs I will add um so what is that like running your business on the road moving around all the time you know you're teaching these yoga videos like you said in all these different locations so how has that been and is there anything you would say you know a lot of us I think dream about running our business on the road and traveling all the time but practically you know, what would you want people to know about, about this lifestyle and the travel? Yeah, so I feel like I love it so much. Like, it is not for everyone living in, like, such a tiny space to always be going and figuring out, like, where you're going to use the bathroom, where you're going to shower, like, those little, like, things that you don't have to think about when you live in, like, a house or, like, a stationary place. Um, So it's not for everyone, but... I recommend everyone to at least try it once, whether that's like renting a van for a couple of days, taking it to the mountains or renting it for a week and doing like a cross country road trip or something like just get out there and do it once because you learn so much about yourself, what your priorities are and all of those things um, along the way. So I just feel like it's a really great experience to be able to to experience like just do it. Um, for those of you who are wanting to run a business online, um, it's not always easy, especially when you're on the road. Um, there are so many things that happen unexpectedly where you're like, oh my gosh, this is ruining my day. I cannot get any work done today, but I feel like you have to have like a really like open and flexible personality with it. Um, and just be like, it's fine. We'll work it out. Like everything is okay. Trying to like foster that like easygoing mentality. Um, which doesn't come naturally to most people. Um, So I feel like that can be kind of a challenge. Um, Wi-Fi is a challenge sometimes. Um, So having to like plan ahead and figure out like where we stay has to have like internet connection so we can both do our work and stuff like that is really important for us. 
Um, and then on the weekends, being able to like go out of cell phone service and do like really cool things is way fun. Um, so you can make it work with all things. I feel like it comes with a balance and you can totally like find the things that work best for you in your own life and your own business, whether you want to travel or not travel, like you can make it work. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about like running a business is like you get to run your business your way. It doesn't have to be like what other people see as successful. It can be seen as like what you see is successful for you. And I think that's really, really special. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you're such a great example of that. You know, I know that's kind of one of your models in business is like running your business your way and helping other people do the same. But you're also living that out while you're on the road and running your business like from this van, which I have to say, like I've seen your van tour videos on Instagram. This van, for those of you who aren't already following Allie, this van is like nicer than most apartments I've lived in, I think, in my life. Like it's beautiful. You guys have done such a good job. Okay, I gotta ask like for my own curiosity, what's your crazy? van life story yes okay so I've had a couple one time I was teaching a yoga class and I did not account for the time change Oof. from east coast to west time coast. zone math is the bane of my existence as an online entrepreneur it just wrecks me it was so bad it was like so dark outside I was literally using like headlamps to light me up while I was teaching a yoga class. I was like, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry, guys. But like all my students were very like reassuring and like understanding. So that was really nice. Another time I've done something insane was like, this was also when we were out West. Again, I did not account for time change. I didn't account for a lot of things when I did this, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an Instagram live and I'm going to teach a yoga class from the Grand Canyon. Like that sounds epic. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, it was 30 degrees outside. <laughs> I had like four pairs of leggings on. I had three coats on, gloves. I looked insane. And then like, you could just like see people like walking by, like going to the rim and stuff like that. And I was like, this did not go like I was expecting that at all. <laughs> so I definitely had moments where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have been playing a little bit better. So it's oh learning. my God. Yeah, I, I, I've been there. I <laughs> had so many Wi-Fi issues, and it's something that, like, no matter where you go, it's a continuous struggle finding the strong yeah. Wi-Fi connection. And, yeah, I think hotspots are key, but I've been, like – I, when I was in Portugal in the spring, everywhere I stayed had perfect Wi-Fi, except the one night I was teaching a masterclass and the Wi-Fi and I was like, are you serious? That is so bad. Oh. Oh. And I was like hot spotting from my phone, (laughs) just trying to, just trying to make it work. It's so true. Like you can't control that stuff. And you know, whether you're running your business online, like regularly from your house or out of a van, there's always going to be stuff that happens tech stuff can go wrong sure you know you just gotta go with the flow it's a good it's a good lesson yes and I feel like it teaches you a lot about business too like just make you gotta make what you got work or else it's not gonna work (laughs) you just gotta do the best you can with what you have Allie, this was so good. I could talk to you all day, but I want to wrap things up with our bonus round for the Savor and Celebrate newsletter are you ready yes let's do it All right, Allie, what is something you are savoring right now? Something I am savoring has been this summer. I have gotten to spend a lot of time with friends that I had when I was in college. And me and my husband, we had moved away from town. So 
getting to be back in Tennessee for the summer for a couple of months and hang out with them on a weekly basis has been one of the most fun things ever. So that's definitely one thing I'm savoring is the community that I have in person um, and that I get to surround myself with each week. Oh, that's so lovely. There's nothing like catching up with old friends in person. You know, FaceTime and Zoom are great, but actually getting that face-to-face time is so awesome. Okay, and then what is your favorite way to celebrate an accomplishment? Favorite way to celebrate is like, (laughs) it sounds so lame, like going to get like an iced latte and like sitting outside. (laughs) That's my like favorite way to like celebrate things for sure. Oh, I love it. That's not lame at all. I love a good latte. I am a sucker for like the seven, eight dollar lattes. I will pay, will pay yes, a certain amount for same. good coffee. Same. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Okay. And then lastly, what is a win that you've celebrated recently? It can be big, small, personal, or business. A win that I've had recently is I started teaching yoga on an app called Insight Timer. And I do it a couple of times a week. It's just like a donation-based class. I did it to kind of get more visibility was my purpose for it, but it's become something so, so cool. And I get to teach people that are from all over the world. So I think between like June and July, I taught over a thousand people or had like a thousand people like come to my classes over the week. And I was like, that's insane. That is insane to think about. So that's like one thing that has been a huge win for me is like getting to experience that and meet so many different people from all over the world. Oh my gosh, congratulations. It sounds like Thanks. so much fun. Yeah, it is really fun. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm like, I don't care if this is donation based or not. This is so fun to get out, get to like spend time with all these people. That is awesome. That's the best feeling when you're, you know, you're technically working, but you're like, I would do this for free. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Allie, if someone is listening to this and they were like, I need more Allie Lauren in my life. I want to hear more about yoga and simple living and van life and all the things. Where is the best place to connect with you? Yes. So come hang out with me on Instagram over at Allie.Lauren.M. Feel free to slide into my DMs. They are always open. I am always happy to have a conversation. You can start it or I'll probably start it if you don't. So. She will. She will definitely yeah, start a conversation. So. Yeah. So if you come and hang out with me over there, you will definitely be talked to. So come hang out with me there. You can also check out all of my stuff on my website. It's at AllieLorn.com too. Awesome. I will link to all of that and, and the Yoga Club membership as well. If people want to check that out and snag that 10% discount off their first month, I will put all those links in the show notes for everyone. All right, Allie, thank you so much for joining me. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much, Megan, for having me. I appreciate you so, so much. Hey, Trailblazer, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help spread the word? Share it with a friend, tell your mastermind group, take a screenshot and post it on stories. I'm at copy by Meg on Instagram. If you want to tag me or just come say hi, I would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, fortune favors the bold, but success favors the stubborn. Keep going, girl. You got this.